you mother made me watch Ninja Steel once. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is a Leanbo? Welcome back once again to another Ranger Nation conversation. We are five people today instead of our usual six. Let me tell you who we have with us today. Kung Fu is fast and hard, but he's known as soft and flowy. It's Jason. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a, that's, that's a Tai Chi joke right there. <laughs> that was a good he's, one. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> he's riffing and rangering when he's got nothing covered. It's John. Howdy. He likes Toku, his name is Jay, and for someone so creative, you think he'd come up with a better username, it's Jay. <laughs> and he's a lover of all things blue, including the arms of the, like, the ones on Elgar. It's Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Hi, everybody. It's good to get Bryce in a positive mood, ready for the podcast. Oh, <laughs> no zest today. Yep, our sixth ranger is... is... I guess he's communicators off and he's scuba diving or something. And the reason we refer to him as a six ranger is that is what today's topic is going to be about in conjunction with Power Rangers March Madness Extra Ranger Edition that's currently going on. Um, we th- we dis- discuss our favourite six slash extra rangers. There'll be a couple of speed rounds thrown in as well. Um, but yeah, we, we I believe we've all come prepared with a, a list of our highlights. So why don't we throw this over to Jay? Is this because I was pushy saying we need to record tonight? So you're going to dump it on me first? Well, great. No, I normally yeah. go to Bryce first. So I thought, you know what? I'll throw a curveball and go to you. Well, consider my balls curved. Um, wait, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ew. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> My reading my reading of the homework this week was to make a list of three. Three top three sixes. We could have done actually top six sixes would have been good, but that's a quite a long list though. The, and also the irony is I kind of went through so I kind of went through them ahead and remembered all the ones that I could. And then I read online like the full list of everyone to see which ones I'd either not remembered or if I've not seen them if I've not seen that season. And I kind of surprised myself in thinking I, I, there's not a whole lot that I actually really like. Like, it's very rare that yeah. one of the six is my favorite yeah. of the season. Yeah. Um, but without, you know, further ado, my top three in, I guess, no particular order will be Eric, Quantum Ranger. Mm-hmm. Um, a curveball for me, and I wouldn't have expected this, is Sir Ivan, the Gold Ranger of Dino Charge. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. And this is going to be cliche, and I'm sure I'm going to get some groans now, but <coughs> Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Oliver, Tommy Oliver from Tommy Oliver from shows, Tommy Oliver from shows. Yo, I hope you like Jay, because he's, he's not invited to none of these anymore. He's too basic. <laughs> <laughs> so, so why did you pick um, Eric? Because he's cool. Um, <laughs> he's, cool. He, he, he's one of my top three as well I'll be honest <laughs> I yeah I think really uh, I mean how about how about we go through everyone's top threes then and then obviously because I assume we're going to get some, we have some overlap, yeah, 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 we'll we'll have overlap. Have many Tommies oh, yeah. now but 
So I will pass it over to Jason. All right. Um, so really and honestly, Jay actually hit on two of mine. Eric would be number one. Ivan would be number two. Um, you know, even though he wasn't used that much, I might almost go with Ryan just because it's the first American Ranger and I do like the Titanium Ranger and I love his debut episode. Then, you know, he pretty much disappears after that. So, um, but those would probably be my top three for right now as far as six Rangers go. Who are you going to throw over to? Oh, I'm the, oh, 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 yeah, actually, Jason Yang one, but playing hot potato. Throw that potato to someone, please. <laughs> uh, Bryce. Okay. Um, so, just like Jay, this was kind of hard because looking back, a lot of them weren't great. But for the ones that were, my top three have to be number one is Cam, number two is Trent, and Number three, that one was hard. It was a toss-up between Eric and Ivan, but I think I actually do have to give it to Ivan. Hey, Ivan's three for three right now. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And, uh... Oh, yeah, for, yeah we're um, passing it. Um, all right, let's, let's go with John next. Okay, I also have some repeats. Uh, Cam would be one of them, and Ivan. Yes. Then I'm going to change th things up and go with the duo of Gem and Gemma. Oh. Ooh. Interesting. And the only one left is Mike. That is true. So mine was also Cam from Ninstall. So there's another joint one there. Eric as I already mentioned, was in my top three. And I count him as a six because I know technically you would say it'd be Mike, but I feel like Magna Defender as a character, he's the six. Ooh. Yeah, he would be wow. my... That's I think we so can fun. include, quote-unquote, extras and ranger-like yeah, I mean, allies. That's obviously what uh, the, the March Madness event's for as well, is for sixes and extras. Um, so that's why I thought we'd be safe to include him, but I would go with Magna Defender. That's, that's an interesting but completely understandable choice. I almost went with Tizon, just because I do really like his design, his character, his story and everything, but I, yeah, I gave it to Mega Defender. So it's funny because when I was going through the, in my head, the, uh, people are making notes and stuff, and I, I've said on several episodes now that I really enjoy Operation Overdrive. I don't think it gets it deserves the hate that it gets, and I couldn't remember his name for the life of me. I wrote not Boken Silver on my list. I I just couldn't remember his name. That's not the only one. I've also got um Ball of Light. I'll let you think who that one is. Someone who isn't Magi Shine because I, I've not seen Mystic Force. I don't know who that is. Um Gold Adult Teenage Cowboy. Um, <laughs> Can't remember his name. Gold Science Child. Can't remember his name. And I've also not smushy. And also Gold Alien from the planet Texas. Surprising that no one picked him. Oh my god. Oh. A gold ranger that a lot of you picked. A gold ranger that a lot of you picked was Ivan. So what was your reasonings for that? 
Like I love him. I his amazing voice. That's yeah. that's it. That's mainly it. Good actor, good writing. It was funny. Yeah, he. I think not, not only was he hilarious, list? but oh my bad. Um, I was saying not only is he just hilarious, but you know, he's the founding member of the Knights of Amber Beach. We we can't just sleep on that. yeah, he represents. He represents so much, like, it was a period of, I I mean, I kind of fell off a franchise by that point anyway, but when I came back and watched a lot of those seasons, and it was just like, this isn't for me, this isn't for me, this isn't that great, this isn't for me, and then Dino Charge was such, like, a breath of fresh air at that point, and then when it gets to Ivan, he's just the highlight of the entire series for me, even when, and I think we can all agree, the quality kind of drops off in a major way in Supercharge. No. He's... He's still the high. He's meant to say yes. Now I look like a stupid fool. Um, he's he's the highlight of the entire show. There's like there's episodes in. So the episode with his descendant is it Zach the character's name? I think is in Supercharge, and that's such. A, I always think of that episode. That's such a good episode in showing uh, Davy Santos's acting ability because he plays these two characters so distinctly. That it's you just you just kind of you don't even think it's the same actor in a lot of ways, and it's I think he's just so much fun as Ivan. Even like I think that's one of the things that we showed as well as these like caricature characters, where it's you know it's it's kind of some of it's tied to realism, but not really. And he's so over the top, but he's so committed to being over the top that he's just he's almost the most believable because of that. If that makes sense, that makes sense. Yeah, I think what really helped. Um... Ivan stand out to me is just so many Sixth Rangers in both Sentai and Power Rangers just kind of have this problem where after their debut episode they just kind of blend in a little too much with the rest of the cast to the point where they're almost invisible. I never had this problem with Ivan. Even when he wasn't in the forefront, he was always present. He was always visible. You you could just always see him and he would just be hilarious the entire time. Like and Elgar that, with his octopus? Yeah, sure. Like, <laughs> like Elgar with his octopus. But um... <laughs> Yeah, that, that's just one of the reasons Ivan like really stood out to me. He was just, you always noticed him. It, yep. It's a concept they've done several times on the, the show, the whole idea of fish out of water, someone from a different time or planet. And usually they either forget about it after a while or just falls flat, but it always Ion. worked with Ivan. Yeah, Ion. Zato. Who the hell's Ion? Your Texas Ranger. <laughs> Old Ranger from Planet Chuck Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Texas Ranger. It's <laughs> just there's so many good in like again from a period of time where I don't remember much of anything from this show is there's so much I remember from Ivan, so yeah, that's he he deserves his spot on the list. I'm going to use Ivan to, to segue into one of our first speed round questions. He was the only one on his team to have a unique morpher out of his... Everyone else had the same revolver. Um, so speed round, what was your favourite Six Ranger morpher, or extra as well, uh, Six Ranger morpher? Ooh, there are a lot of good ones. I'm going to start it off with Jason. Um, uh, wow, that had one in my head and then I just suddenly lost it because now I'm on the spot. Crap. Sorry. Um, no, 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 no. 
No, it's it's perfectly fine. Um, you know, that's actually a really kind of difficult for me. Uh, come back to me on that one, if you would, please. We will come back to you indeed. I'm going to pass it over to John. I don't know if it actually counts as a morpher, but the uh, golden Zeo staff Jason used. I would say it counts. He, he used it to morph. You would never actually see him use it. It just kind of appears on screen. Yeah. So. Close enough. I would say he doesn't actually have any morpher on his wrist. So yeah, that has to that that would by de facto become the morpher, I suppose. I would say. So yeah, I'll take that. Over to Jay. Comes ball. What? Cam's balls. Cam's ball. No, he just says ball. He's only got one. No, I mean, I'm sure he's got two, but I mean, he's got one to. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. He, he okay. did the green ball thing. He uses the green. Doesn't that's That's his morpher. We, that's the green ball. We went ball? from curved balls to Cam's ball. He does a ball. I don't. This is. This episode's going so wrong. Balls? No, but, but Cam's ball. Oh. Well, you see, my one's quite horny because mine's the uh, rhino morpher. <laughs> And, uh, the largest you know... thing ever. <laughs> yeah, that's why I like it. Wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny that Dom brought up the gold power staff because I was literally about to ask for mine whether or not the gold Zeonizer counts, even though it was only released as a toy. Yeah, we've we've already given the gold one to the staff, so that can't count. I'm afraid. Crap! You're eliminated, Bryce. Yeah. Um, in that case, I'm gonna have to also go with um, uh, Jungle Fury one, and that's RJ's Morpher. Oh yeah. Oh, the Wolf one. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm. So that means we're back to you, Jason. Um. So for me, um, probably the Digimorpher, the Kaitizer from uh for the Silver Ranger, um, just because. Kind of has this cool effect if you actually get the Japanese version, lights up with that mega. But uh, or or and probably Seth might agree with this if he were here. Um, if we're gonna go with like a not technically a sixth, but counts as a sixth, I guess would be uh, the Drago Morpher for the White Ranger from Dino Thunder. Yeah, Ooh. that's a good one. He counts as six. Yeah, it's a really neat. I was thinking that, but it's it's so similar to the normal ones. I didn't know if it counted, but I just well, like it. I but think it's more from function. So, um, whereas the other ones peg open whenever you flip the jawline, it actually has a slider on it, so you can use it a little mm. differently. I mean, uh, in Ava Ranger, they use it way more than how Trent does it in uh, Dino Thunder. But anyway, uh, those would be my two choices. Well, wasn't um, Trent on someone's list as well? I believe it was on Bryce's list. Yeah. So now we've done the speed round. Back to our regularly scheduled programming. Um, <laughs> why, why Trent? Um, I just really liked that whole White Ranger arc. Um, I think that was the best execution of an evil Ranger arc that we've had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, more on this later. Oh, well. Oh, no, so I, thought you, I thought you were saying more on. I didn't realize you said more on this later. So I was oh like, God, oh, sorry. No, oh. no, no. <laughs> okay, I love, you, I love you, Bryce. <laughs> Please continue. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Clearly, you disagree. So, no. What? Do you, who do you think had the best Evil Ranger arc? 
Oh, we're not talking about Tommy just yet. Ew, is uh, okay. No, I did not mean that. Mm. Ew. Well, I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> 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 you <f-ing> <laughs> but um, no, I just thought Trent was really cool. He had the really cool costume. He had a really cool arc, and just in general, that was a character that really clicked with me in one of my favorite seasons. So, of course, he's in my top three Sixth Rangers. Yeah, I, I very nearly chose him as well, actually, because, yeah, all those points you said, to be fair, his, he does have a good story. He's got a very good design. He has a shield. I like the shields. They're good. Um, yeah, he's, uh, he's a really cool. The thing about Trent is he was so, it's a good arc, then it's gone. And then he's replaced by an evil version of himself when they could have easily have figured out some way of drawn that out a little bit yeah. longer. Yeah. That's my issue with it too. Yeah. I still don't re- actually, I'm not going to say that. I, I get why they did the evil clone print thing because they still need to use Abra Ranger footage and Abra killer didn't join the team halfway through like Trent did. But yeah, it's that- quite frankly unrangely to have an evil Ranger for that length of time. Bryce. Okay. Simon, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think there there could have been a way around that. Like, I don't know. Maybe have Trent be evil for a little bit longer, or or maybe just use White Ranger footage a little less. I, I don't know what they could have done, but the execution wasn't perfect. I still thought, for the most part, it worked though. No, and I and I like Trent. I really do. It's just that I yeah. feel it was a little downplayed by turning him good so quickly. And then the thing that actually did turn him good was like, like the hell out of nowhere. I think my main my main thing too, and it's not really a fair thing to compare it to anyway, is compa- I've seen Aberranger since, and the mm. Aberray Killer is is such a good character, and that story arc is so well done. Um, but it's. It's hard for me to then look at Trent, even though I shouldn't. It's a very different show and a different story. And again, it's a really good example of a season of Power Rangers doing its own thing and doing it well compared to the Sentai. But I just, yeah, I can't help but see that suit and think of Aberry Killer before I think of Trent. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally get that. It, I definitely have my own situations where seeing the Sentai has kind of soured me to the Power Rangers adaptation. Yeah. See, I remember back when Dino Thunder was airing, obviously, so there wasn't as much in terms of resources online back then. But I remember reading online somewhere that apparently before everyone knew Trent was going to become the White Ranger, he gave like an interview or something and he said that he auditioned for Ethan but was told he doesn't quite have a Ranger quality to him. So that's why they gave him Trent. And then as a kid, I was like, okay, that makes sense. And then he became the White Ranger and I was like, hang on. I've given him the coolest one. That doesn't make any sense anymore. Speaking of, is and it? I don't know. If it... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I thought you were done. No, no, go for it, man. Um, for it. is it just me, or did anyone else watching this as a kid, as soon as they saw Trent, they immediately knew, okay, that's the Sixth Ranger? No, I thought it was going to be Devin. Really? Mainly because, again, I there are very limited resources I was aware of online, and I was kind of reading everyone thought, oh, apparently he's going to be. The Triassic Ranger. And I was like, really? 
Okay. I mean, Dino Thunder was the first time I'd seen clips of the Sentai previously as well. So I was kind of aware of a little bit of, oh, they've got that coming and things like that. Yeah, see, I didn't, um, I didn't even know Sentai existed until I saw Lost and Found in Translation. And by then we already had Trent, so. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, I was the same as Mike. I'd seen, I discovered Sentai during Avaranger and you'd see pictures of Avaray Killer and his name was Avaray Killer. And you're like, oh my God. Killer. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Abare Destroyer. Um and it was just the, the concept of it was so cool and the idea of it was so cool that it, in some ways it maybe felt a little underwhelming when Trent became him, but mm. again, that's that's just me. Oh no, just I as soon as I saw Trent, just me not knowing anything about Sentai but knowing the typical like Power Rangers formula at that point. Just as soon as I saw him, as soon as I saw that he had a spot in the opening credits, I was like yeah, he's about he's yeah, about to yeah, be a ranger. Yeah. They weren't just introducing Haley's like random employee for no reason. I just thought it would be a, the side character. Like you got people like Boom in SPD. You've got you know like them um, Kelly from Ninja Storm. She's not going to become a ranger. She's she's just there. Um, that's why I assumed Trent would be. That's fair. When I was a kid. Um. But you saying about actually him having like then the clone version of him be evil in that. There was another entry on our lists, uh, Cam. He ends up having Cybercam. <sighs> I'd not know how I feel Beautiful about Beautiful segue. Beautiful segue. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about Cybercam. You don't because talk about Cybercam. I much, much, much prefer... Because, yeah, Cam as a whole, I loved his character and I felt so happy for him as a child when he finally became the Green Samurai. Mm. Oh, my God. Jay, do you disagree with that, too? He's got the two modes. Oh, no, sorry. That was meant to be, like, an agreement. Oh. I I was nodding. I think think, think the British thing I could tell it was an agreement. Don't worry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, no, yeah, again, amazing suit. He's not just got a shield. He's got, like, a vest-type shield and he can take it off. Which isn't meant to be sounding kinky, but it sounded quite kinky then. Um, One of the things about Cam yeah. too is you actually feel like he earned it because yes, hundred percent. It was it was one of those deals where you see him in the very beginning and he's like, okay, we're entrusting this to three, you know, slackers, and all throughout the season you just he, he keeps building and building and building and finally it pays off. And I I, I do think Cam is a very very strong six ranger. I, I will agree with that. Mm. He also had a very good introduction as well. Really good. I think he's one of the rare Six Ranger characters who would have been able to exist on the show even if he wasn't a Six Ranger. Like he worked really, really well as just like the bonus mentor, the tech guy. Yeah. So he was already a strong character before he got his powers. And that just made him even better once he did. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I, I'll go as far to say it's one of the very rare times where I can think of a Sentai character and think, no, 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 the Power Rangers adaptation is actually better. Oh, by far. Yeah. You mean you didn't like the, the, the <laughs> mysterious Shurikenja? I actually did. I like I liked Shurikenja, but I just think... Um, as it's, it's, a, it's kind of like saying, do you prefer... Um, Sam in SPD to Tetsu in Deca Ranger. It's like nope. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer the one that's a character. I feel like so yeah. pairing yeah, yeah. Sam to Cam is uh, really insulting on Cam's part. There's only one little difference. 
and boy, what a difference that makes. <laughs> so yeah, well, no, it's come very cool. As as a kid as well with Cam, I I remember thinking the suit. Obviously, it's not super identical to Tommy's suit, but it's it's probably the most similar to the original Green Ranger suit. That it almost looks like an homage in some ways. So as a kid and as as someone that was really just discovering Sentai around that time. Like it kind of felt, oh, this is cool. This is something that brings me back to, you know, what I remember when I was really little first watching the show. So mm. yeah. Props to the suit. Yeah. I'm gonna use the suit to jump into our next speed round here. Which would be what who is your favorite six with a shield? Because it's, this is a smaller group and I've I've made a list of what everyone I would say counts. I've so you can feel free to add some if you think yours counts, obviously. But I would say you've got Green and white from Mighty Morphin. Gold from Zeo. Cam, obviously, who we've just been talking about. Dino Thunder White, who we've also been talking about. And I would also count Orion, because his gold mode is effectively a giant shield. Yeah, it feels more like a battleizer. So I'm just going to... I'm adding it in just because I know no one will pick him. Um, but he may, it makes him feel good. Are we going him. by which are of these talking... characters is our favorite, or which suit do we like the best? Just, just yeah, suit. Yeah, favorite suit. So like, okay. one, cause one of one's with a shield, basically. I believe I've counted them all. I feel like putting Arbor Killer suit in there is not fair. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I had a feeling most people would say Dino Thunder White. Oh, I'm not going to. I, I'm not going to, but I thought most people would. I know Seth would if he I'm, was here. I'm definitely going to. Actually, Huck. So I'm going to chuck it. I'll chuck it, chuck it to you first of all then, Bryce. All right. who, who are you? Who's your favorite shielded six? So, if they had adapted Q-Ranger, I would have said Ho Soldier, but they didn't. So I'm going with... Um, it's just too f***ing hard, Bryce! <laughs> too many <laughs> characters! Yes. Yeah, sh- can't be done! Yeah, sure. Um, then, Dino Thunder White, with Zeo Gold in like a close second. Checking it over to John. I'm gonna say Tommy. Or which one? More specifically, Dragon Ranger, because he didn't have the floppy Joanne Fabrics shield. But <laughs> that's just such a, a classic and iconic look for the brand. No, that's a, that's a very good point. It actually is. Um, Jason? Uh, Zeo Gold, for sure. Um, with maybe With maybe Green Ranger coming in a close second. I, I like Dino Thunder Whites, but... I don't know. I, I like the shield on the Green Ranger look a lot. Um, would make a slight skew if I could to maybe the Draken shield. Just even though I know it's not. Ooh, I didn't include Draken, of course, of course. But, but as far but the as comics goes, are fanfic trash. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but but despite the fact that that's Tommy. Um, I love that. I do love that suit, and and I like the design of the shield for that. If if I had to pick something that's kind of off media, just a little bit of just outside the realm of the actual show, I'd be the one that I pick. But for in show, Zeo Gold all the way. Over to you, Jay. MMPR White slash Kiba Ranger, no hesitation. Yeah, strong choice. Yeah, I've I've got I've got to go with, with Jason and say Zeo Gold. I I know. He's like everyone says, oh, he's actually a black ranger. But no, honestly, it's just the gold on that suit is like the, some of the best uses of gold, I'd say, in the show in mm-hmm. terms of suit design. And that shield, just the, the curve on it is really, really nice as well. Um, actually, I'll, I'll like throw another. Bit, so, yeah. 
Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. No, go on, go on. All right, go for it, mate. But before I forget, if we're going to talk about gold, gold rangers with a black suit, the shield, I would almost go mega mode, mega mode gold from samurai. Yep. Oh, that is really good. Yeah. The mega mode. We're back right. to the curls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, just oh, run that out there. That that that's it's just a really good look. The black suit with the gold on it, and I those. Pulling from from what we have, those two are are fantastic looking. That is a very very good shout. Um, there was another black and gold ranger that was on one of our lists, but he was also paired with a uh, black and silver at the same time, which was Gem and Gemma from RPM on John's list. I just think they're funny. I think. They're some of the best comedy the show has ever done. Like one of the best sight gags ever on the show is when they leave a note and Dr. K opens it and it's just like this butterfly that they drew in, in crayon. And then they left a map of where they were going and it was just full of unicorns and rainbows. And it's just so cute and funny and I've never laughed harder at the, the, the show than at those points. Yeah. Not even Ninja Storm, the, the, the best comedy series that there is. It's a RPM. Not, not, even, not even Elgar? <laughs> I'd say RPM is a Did funnier series. Did you see the series. of an <laughs> <laughs> So... Gemma Gemma just worked as comedy the whole time. No, they did. I'll give you that. I they do did. think Gemma and Gemma um, were funny, but... To me, they were always kind of like, you know, too much of a good thing is not good for you. And they could be a little much at times to the point where the second half of RPM tended to have a bit of food whiplash. Yeah, I agree with that. I can't, I've, that's kind of one of my issues of RPM. My, my only issue of RPM, because it's my favorite season, is the second half. You can really, you can really tell the difference in writing quality and the writers and stuff. So, yeah. It misses Eddie by that point. Yeah, I, I get that. I think it's interesting as well, though, how different to their... Well, only because we mentioned it quite a bit so far this episode, how different Gem and Gemma are to their Sentai counterparts. Oh, yeah, by far. Uh, yeah, I I love Go On Wings, so it's it's hard for me to... It's one of those things where it's... I, I love Go On Jet, I love RPM almost evenly, Um, but, yeah, for Go On Wings, I, the, the dynamic between them... For me, is just significantly better than Gem and Gemma. They also have the best like Sixth Ranger insert song in Sentai. They have the best Sentai. Oh my god, that song is so good. <laughs> I um, <laughs> here's a fun fact. I I I once had a I once had a fairly dramatic car crash driving to work a few years ago when my car rolled over, and the song that I was listening to at the time was was Go on Wings. And I thought, if I die in this moment, I'm I'm good. Did your car take off? Fly to the sky. Go to the Oh my god! I'm, I am listening to that after this recording. Sharing it's just a good dark turn. I apologize. Um, well, brilliant. Um, Eric was also on uh, some of our lists. Um, he was on mine, for example. I just like how he's a bit of a. <laughs> d- um, <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just different what we've what we've got before and kind of what we've got since for the majority of the time anyway. To have one of them who likes to kind of be like, no, I'm I'm good, I'm good to work on my own. Obviously until the end. 
But yeah, I just I liked the difference in that, and obviously the portrayal by Dan Southworth was good. Um, but also the fact that we had effectively two reds at the same time, just one with a bit of white, one with a bit of black, um, was good. To so see. it was nice. Coming off of Time Force, I did really like again how Eric was kind of a jerk. He was kind of off on his own a lot, even if that did sort of work to his detriment. Because this is something Seth will agree to. Eric kind of was in and out a lot in Time Force. Like, you don't see him as much as you remember seeing him if you've gone a long time without seeing Time Force. You remember him be- That's a very good You point. remember him because of how awesome he is, but because he's never really part of the core team, there are just, like, these long stretches of time where he's nowhere to be seen or he literally only shows up for, like, the Zord battle. I think that kind of works to his credit in some way because I think it makes it more of an impact when you see him. I think it's when you see them all the time and it because because there's two ways you can go about it. You, you can even have someone who integrates into the team and then just be kind of becomes part of the furniture and you don't really you don't stand out as special as much anymore. Or you'll get the ones that kind of they make their appearances count. And I think Eric is a hundred percent that. I think he's got that like Mike said, he's a d which is something I feel, was that like the first time we'd had someone like that in the show? That's what I mean, yeah, like it was a nice change, yeah, to have someone who's like, oh, he's he's not very nice, is he? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love that that kind of aspect where it's a a team, but they're not really a team, or they don't fully come together all that well. It's what I I loved about Jetman so much, if we're going to go Sentai-wise, or... Yeah, I think Eric is just a really good example of that. Again, the same kind of character as Gaiyuki in Jetman. He's a really good example of like an outsider character that, that just kind of stands on his own two feet and just really gels as both like an antagonist and a rival, but also as a hero in his own right too. Yeah, I think I think it was a good way to avoid the problem a lot of six has have where both six have where they show up and they have god tier powers and are able to take out entire armies of foot soldiers and defeat the monster of the week on their own. But then by the next episode, all of that's gone. So I think... Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. I think kind of peppering Eric throughout the season avoided that. When he did show up, it mattered. He was still kind of cool. Yeah, I can agree Mm -hmm. with that. Of all the, like, Sixth Rangers who just sort of had that really cool debut episode and then just kind of fell into the background. I think Eric kind of did it the best where it's like, yeah, we don't really see as much of him anymore. But then when you do see him, he's still just as awesome as when he first showed up. Well, you know what? I'm going to take the debut episode talk there and go into another speed round of favorite six introduction. Ooh. They've all got very unique... A first appearance. Question though, before we do this, very, very. Are we counting Kruger? Ooh, uh, he's a six ranger. He's a an extra ranger. I would count that. He's an he's an extra ranger. Yeah, he fills that role. If we do, yeah, if we do, that's that's unfair because I think he should be everyone's pick, and anyone who doesn't pick him is wrong. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, because then if we count him, then we'd also okay, be counting sorry, RJ, the Thunder Rangers, all of those other extra Rangers from Dino Charge. I think that's fair. I think, I mean, no one's going to pick most of the other ones from Dino Charge, <laughs> but um, 
<laughs> Everyone, everyone's favorite hero, no Tyler's dad. <laughs> I don't know, I think Kendall might be a good contender, um, though. Ken, yeah, that's, that's fair. That's fair. I think anyone who's kind of like an extra hero, because they all get a debut episode, don't be? So it's kind of the same thing. I think, yeah, I think that counts. Okay, so if that... Okay, so this Sorry. is kind of the not so much speed round, but more of just an average <laughs> round. Um, Sorry. Long, drawn out round. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, we can count any anyone who's not joined the team in the initial episode, but then let's not count Ziggy and Dylan, because obviously they didn't join until quite a few episodes in. Like, if you yeah. compare it to Ninja Storm, obviously. Call Ziggy and Dylan extra like, Rangers. Like Zig Ziggy, well, that's the thing. Ziggy technically joined, and or made an appearance as Green, in terms of episode count after the Thunder Rangers did. So, what 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 counts? What doesn't? You know, in terms of late additions. Yeah. However, that's a topic for after the speed round. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh... Bryce, you start. Okay, so. For counting Kruger, then yeah, his was my favorite debut. But if not, then the Samurai's okay. We, we, we know everyone's gonna love Kruger. Okay, so Kruger's number one. Who's everyone's everyone's second favorite? <laughs> <laughs> All right, second favorite. That's easy. It's Cam. Yeah, I can see that. That would be a um, close choice for me as well. I'm actually gonna throw. I'm gonna bring back the old curveball topic here, um, and for a bit of a curveball, what I assume will be a bit of a curveball. This probably for nostalgic reasons, but I would say Zane's introduction from In Space because mm -hmm. I just, as a kid, <sighs> I found it quite dramatic actually that there was this frozen ranger on Death's Door who um suddenly woke up, and yeah, it was just I, as the, the episode itself was really there. really nice. Well, well, all right, calm down. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're talking about their introductions. I'm not talking about the rest of them. Um, so yeah, my favorite introduction probably Zane's. Jay, uh, Eric's easy. I love I love that episode. Um, it's kind of like because it it again it feels earned. It's like a culmination of a journey. We know the character. We've kind of seen his struggles a little bit here and there at that point. And uh, yeah, yeah, just yeah, and there's I can just picture him with a headshot and quantum power, and it's it's great. I love it. <laughs> um, John. I'm going to probably throw another curveball and say green with evil. I think it's oh. the way it shook up the whole dynamic of the show, especially only being eight years old at the time. It just blew my mind. I had to do a double take because I, I thought you meant the show was eight years old at the time. and I, I was eight years old. That had me f***ed up. Yeah, no, it is still a solid. I mean, no other Rangers had a five part introduction. Right. It's iconic. Yeah, 100%. Yes. Uh, Jason? Um, I don't want to take away from from Mike on, on Magna Defender, but I think Magna Defender, Mike's version appearing, is probably my favorite. And I'm going to count Magna Defender as a sixth in this case because he is a sixth member of the team. But, mm. um, but Destined for Greatness is one of my favorite episodes. And it's, it's one of those deals where you know Leo has to figure out whether or not he's worthy of being that ranger. But then, like I said, I don't want to step on too much of what I no, no, no. say. But, um, you know, you get, you get the ghost 
of Magna Defender and telling him that we've got unfinished business and allows him to carry on for him. I, I just, I just think it, it it's a good combination of one person not believing in themselves to their brother believing in them, and then he is rewarded for that in his own way too. So I don't know. I kind of like that that uh, debut probably the best. Nice. That's that's a very good point. Um... Uh, when I talk about Magna Defense, surely it will be mainly about Magna Defender, not so much Mike. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's perfectly fine. I, I like it. I'm quite surprised no one picked Ion for waking up after millions of years. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't even tell you what Levi's was or... Um, Antonio, Rush. Jesus Christ, their names are escaping me. Gold, um, gold science child. Oh, that was it. Gold science child. Who has a collection of Rangers stuff in his vault. What is, what is his name, just for posterity? Nate. Actually. Nate, okay. Yeah. This is an educational experience for me, right, tonight? <laughs> oh, yeah, and his, he has a brother called Steel. Whose butt is hard. We just have a... <laughs> 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 Can we just have a whole segment that's like just um Jay reacting to watching Beast Morphers for the first time? I I've seen bits and pieces of it. Like it's just have, I don't... have you seen the amazing song It's Great to Be Human? I uh, have seen clips. I've not seen the episode. I've still not watched it. Watch... No, no, no. I've I've not seen the only uh, Beast Morphers I've seen was the first couple of episodes, and then again it was one of those. Oh, that's not really for me. And um, the a couple of the team up ones, I think the good connection is that what? It, yeah, that one and the one with the monsters where nobody knows how to pronounce anything. Making bad. Have you seen the controversial after-school special that was going ape? Oh shoot! Yeah, because we've talked about that because you guys told me about it and I didn't believe you. That's a whole other topic for another time. But uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was that was one of those surreal. You guys, you guys can't be talking seriously about this episode. Then I watched it and like in disbelief of the entire time. But yeah, yeah, that's we'll we'll come back to that one soon. I would have guessed like that's your girlfriend. Episode twenty. Um. So, where 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 are we? Who is we up to? Should we should we move over to Magnet Defender? I suppose he's yeah. the only one who's going to probably talk about him. So, yeah, I know the one thing that sticks out for me with Magnet Defender is his music. That theme that plays oh, as yeah. a kid, I was just like, "All oh, it's about to get real." As soon as it plays, see. Even now, feels. I was going to say I mean I, re I remember it so well yeah it's yeah. a really good point it's so so powerful as a piece of music and it really does just set the scene sets the character up for, and it just, it just works in every level in my opinion that piece of music um, and that's a, probably a massively influential, influential part of why I've picked Magna Defender. Um, other than the fact he's got a really cool suit. Um, he has a son. I relate. I have a child. Um, it's still shocking. Yeah, but your name's Mike as well, and you didn't pick him. 
Well, <laughs> there's also, I suppose, that maybe I don't see myself as as Mike, as an actual Mike. I go by Michael. Oh, um, no, I don't know. Yeah, I just I just really like Magnum Defender as a character. I feel like he's quite mature for what Power Rangers was at the time as well. It's still shocking um, to this day just how dark they went with that story arc. Like, yeah, actual vindictive. Actual Zika! Actual child murder. Yeah. It's not even the last time they do that. Right. Is it not? What? So, what other childs get killed? Animus. I mean... Yeah, but nobody likes that season, that so... <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody here. <laughs> Oh, that's right, Wild Force. I still love you. Oh, someone's got it. Um, so, I believe uh, Tommy was also on someone's list. I think I pronounced that right. Is it Tommy or is it Tomai? Or yeah, I, I'm not quite sure. Tommy! I'm not very, I'm not very familiar. Yeah, if it's if it's Kim or if it's Cat shouting it, it changes. But yeah, Tommy. It's, yes. Uh, <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> 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 Alpha words or not? No, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think Tommy kind of obviously gets a pass. He was the first, like John said before and alluded to about Green of Evil. He got such a great debut. I I would say his his Green of Evil story arc is obviously for many reasons the iconic Evil Ranger storyline. I feel like everything is always going to be compared to that, no matter what, no matter who the character is. I, I think because, again, Trent's storyline went down the clone route rather than keeping him himself evil, but mm. I'm going to go... Even though Tommy only lasted five episodes evil, it's still, you know, five solid episodes of, like, stakes constantly being built and all this kind of stuff. And everyone... Yeah. People... So many people, so many casual fans or people who watched it as kids and don't follow the franchise now, they will see that suit and they will think evil Green Ranger. They won't think good guy. They won't think... That's you so know, true. Here, they might see White Ranger as think good guy Tommy, but Green is always kind of represented as that mm. character. So it's tricky because, and again, unlike a lot of the other characters that we've named, Tommy can count as a variety of different ones. He can be, you know, Green or White, Mighty Morphin, and then you could also count Dino from the Black. Maybe I know he's not really the sixth, but. You know, no one, no one's really the sixth in, in Dino Thunder, but he's like the additional one there too, and he's got a different suit, and he's he has mm. that feeling of specialness to him. I mean, well, that we'll, to me, we can circle back on this as a topic shortly, but yeah, that's a very, very good point. I think he's there's just, I think obviously there's so many issues, and this there's a whole Pandora's box you could open with JDF, but I think there's a reason why he was so popular and there's a reason why the, his legacy kind of stands out for what it is. And yeah, I think Tommy always belongs, no matter what like the fandom at large think of him, I think he belongs in these conversations. He's, he was just, he was just a good, and again, the, the time he becomes White Ranger was such like a satisfying moment as a kid and stuff. I agree Tommy is among the discussion of, of top six Rangers, but Maybe controversially, I don't believe he enters that discussion until he becomes white. I think he was yeah. a, a terrible Power Ranger when he was green. He was never there. I'm going to go even further here. So, I will give props to Green with Evil for being as 
iconic as it was, but going back and looking at it, for most of those five episodes, Tommy kind of sucked. He beat the Rangers once in his debut fight, and then the next time they all fight was the first time the Rangers broke Zordon's rules and just immediately escalated the battle and kicked his butt with the Zords. You don't then, break Zordon's rules, Bryce. <laughs> and then, again, he fights them, Dragonzord versus Megazord, gets his butt kicked, and fights just one-on-one with Jason, even though at one point he was strong enough to take all five of them on, but then gets his butt kicked by Jason in like two minutes. And then he just proceeds to be the ranger who just kind of pops in and out until losing his powers completely. So, in terms of like, memorability and just being the first and being iconic, Tommy is great, but as the Green Ranger, if you're looking at him just and just comparing him to everything else, not taking away the fact that he was the first, he kind of sucked until he became the White Ranger. Give it up, Tommy! No, no way! way. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's all I could think of after you mentioned that fight. I, I, I disagree to some... I agree to some extent. Um, I think, obviously, a lot of characters have come beyond and done it better. I think, obviously... In terms of a character that kind of comes and goes a lot, Eric is handled a lot better. I think in terms of a character that sticks around and joins a team and has a presence on the team at that point, then Ivan would be a lot better too. I just think there's just there's so much, and maybe a lot of it is nostalgia with Tommy, and I think that's, you know, we all that's have to okay. kind of face that. We need to face that fact, you know what I mean? It's, we can all accept that. I think, we, I think we can all accept that overall Power Rangers is a very nostalgia-driven franchise anyway. No. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like stuff like the green with evil, and then you kind of skip ahead to green candle because everything in between is is really just it's you know it's where's Seth today? We don't know. His communicators. Are. <laughs> That's kind of what Tommy was for the majority of that time. Oops, I forgot my morpher and, again. Yeah, and it's it's you kind of I think you can you can look past that because it was the first one and there wasn't anything to compare him to. Um, and he just had that like aura around him again. Some of it's the suit, some of it's you know the. Again, I think Jason David Frank just had an innate likability at the time as Tommy, and I think one of the things that made Mighty Morphin so special was the unmorphed fights, and his unmorphed fights were so good. I think because he was probably one of, if not the most um, prolific martial artist on the cast, so he really yeah. got to shine in those fights. Yeah. I, um, I think. I think. Yeah, there's. Oh, go on. I think part of the problem was, and this is to JDF's credit, that Tommy became bigger than the footage of Dragon Ranger would allow him to actually be. Yes, very good point. So, uh, I think working around that became a minefield for the the, the writers, and that ended up hurting him. In the, the long run, I think they did a really when you think because again it's it's weird to think looking back and when you think the all the trials and tribulations of behind the scenes that we've kind of become privy to in the past few years, especially this past year in particular, um, like they went to the trouble of because the show was probably more popular than they deemed dreamed it could have been. They ordered like due to footage. It's just crazy to think of that happening like mm-hmm. in this day and age. Like they ordered Toei, they commissioned Toei to make new footage. 
which obviously featured the Green Rangers, so we could bring him back and stuff like that because he was so popular. And so they made new source footage purely for them to use. And that's that's crazy. Like that's I think that's tantamount both to the popularity of the show when it first debuted and also to the character of Tommy. Right. And obviously, yeah, other than that, the I think the character's popularity endured for various reasons. I think obviously how how he was written in Forever Red probably painted how he was then handled in almost every future iteration <laughs> of the show afterwards too yeah. for better or worse um i think I, I, the irony of all of this is my ac- ac- absolute favorite version of tommy is dr o yeah same oh yeah that's that was honestly him in his best as a character because mm-hmm. he actually did just feel like a character and not someone who was just there to be awesome yes yeah, yeah. Well, he did round yeah, he did a uh, a dinosaur remember I love, I love it so much. <laughs> um, like, again, he was just, and I think we've said it in previous episodes too, but how it's so funny because a lot of the, the jokes and the references in Dino Thunder related to Tommy being old, when the fact that he was like in his, what, his late 20s? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, late. I think he was in like his mid 20s. Yeah, he would have been like 28 years old. Like, he, he looks young and he sounds young and he clearly is like young, too young to be a doctor at that point in the story as well. It's like he's written to be an older character there, and the irony being that he's probably younger there than the vast majority of the Power Rangers fan base at this point. <laughs> a doctor that he definitely stole from Billy. <laughs> I just yeah, and he but he's just the character like the again, it was a really satisfying moment when he became Dino from the Black. Um his like, I feel like in some ways his acting felt like a lot better in that season too. Like it just it yeah, just, that it might just... be down to the directors and, and the producers. Well, yeah, I think. very good point. In a Disney season, they actually put talent behind the camera. Oh, yeah. Um, so, oh yeah, yeah. it's night. The Disney seasons are night and day. Like it's obviously that that's a whole other topic for a whole other time too. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, he just he was he, and again, um, oh my god, what's fighting spirit? I almost forgot the name of the episode. Then fighting spirit, fighting spirit, mm. such a good episode. Yeah. And such a good like culmination of the character that it's it's almost a shame that he made appearances after that because that was such a good like you know bookend to that yeah. character and to his journey. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think yeah, Doctor well, O, top notch. Take taking all these positive comments here. Um, I'm going to do a complete 180 and say let's think negative for a second. Um, speed round. Who's your least favorite six or extra ranger? Gold alien from the planet Texas. No, I'm not. not <laughs> all right, all right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we do this, nobody can say Sam. Why? Why can't we say Sam? Everyone would say Sam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam is the anti Kruger in this scenario. Yeah. <laughs> Sam. Sam is too easy. Okay. Um. Either way, who's here? Who's who's your favorite? Least favorite. Six slash extra. Starting with. John. Ion. I just think he's boring. Yeah, I can agree on that. I feel like a lot of these lists are going to be quite similar here. Um, moving over to Jay. Uh, I, I've not seen enough of Ion to know. I just, obviously, he's an easy, easy target there. Um, uh, ones that I've seen the most of. Speed round. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe come back to me. 
Over to Jason. Yeah, I'm going to lean probably towards uh, either Ion or Levi for sure. I, I mean, I don't want to remember Yeehaw. much about Ninja Steel. So, um, so let's just go with, uh, let's go with something that I've seen recently. Let's go with Ion. Uh, Russ? Uh, it's honestly a toss-up between Antonio and Steel. Oh, Steel is a good choice. I hadn't thought of that. I was about to say Levi, but yes, I might have to give it to Steel. Uh, one gave us a terrible song. The other is Levi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to give it to Love Levi. Pause. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, Levi for me. Um, Jay, did you come up with with a selection I, in the end? I've, you motherfuckers made me watch Ninja Steel once, <laughs> and so I can agree with Lee. It's hard because again, I've I've seen. I feel like I've seen enough of these recent seasons to easily point at them, but it's just so easy. But I think there's a reason why they're getting picked so much. They just, they just know they're just not good characters. It's and no. I, but with no disrespect to the actors whatsoever, but it's no, no, not because at all. again, one of the things I will say is that from some of the ones that we talked about, like I, from what I've seen of Samurai, I actually quite like Antonio as a character. I found he's him a just, little annoying at first, but he's he's I, it's better. I get that, but he's he's just fun, and I actually. I, I I want to like Orion from the little lot I've seen of Megaforce too because I felt like that was an actor that really wanted to give it his all mm. and you could tell. Um, so I, I would I, I couldn't say them, but no, I, I, I don't I don't mind Orion to be fair. Orion as... honestly felt like a discount Tizon to me. That's saying something because I already didn't really like Tizon. Uh, I, it's just because they're both in silver and they're both aliens. Is that why you've? Just that connection. Are you gen- are you generalizing? Something about their backstories just always felt a little too <laughs> similar for my taste. <laughs> yeah, just coupled with the fact that they're both silver silver aliens with kind of similar backstories, and I just I, I wasn't really digging Orion. Oh, I can I can name one. I can name one from a season that I've seen in full that I can remember, and I feel like it's fair and it might be controversial. Go for it, Mike. Rude? Yeah, no, I, I, I can see. Sorry, that. yeah, that's that felt really targeted. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> it's and again it's not but it's kind of, one of like i said before but there's only a few that i really like and then there's some it's not even that i dislike them it's just that they're so just unspecial for what they should mm. be and i think mike really defines that because magnum defender was such a good character mm. and such like you see i i see that suit i think of him i do not think of mike no same and it's a shame because again mike wasn't a bad character or anything like that but he just once he became Magnum Defender, he kind of became even more inconsequential to the story as he was. I remember, was it... I feel like Bright... Yeah, he somehow mattered more when we thought he was dead. Yeah, I feel like Bright... He, because he meant more. He meant more to Leo as a character. I, I think you said once that it would have been cool if Leo had become Magnum Defender and Mike had became red like he was supposed to. In yeah, some ways, I think that would have... Yeah. It possibly could have benefited both characters, so... It always stood out to me that they gave Mike a morpher, but I think he literally only used it once in his debut. It's seen a lot, but we only ever really see him use it once, I think. Uh, He actually did use it Um, 
used it in the I know for sure that he used it in the final episode that he appeared as Canada Defender when he was the prisoner. Um and then of course it was destroyed after that, so didn't it get destroyed twice? Like that that episode with the Magnet Monster when he was like destroying everybody's morphers too. Uh yeah, I think it I think it did. Yeah, I think it did. Yeah, so Mike's Morpher made like special appearances to be <laughs> broken and then that was it. <laughs> and wasn't it just an unused die ranger? Changer. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was the Die Ranger Morpher. Just something they had in storage. Which, which this is the thing that what? it kind of it works well enough. Like as a kid, I never thought it looked out of place to be uh, the Magna Defenders Morpher. Colors and like the patterning on it, it, it did blend well enough. So I can see where Bandai or Saban, whoever decided to make that choice, um, were coming from. Okay, so. Weird little side note here, because I am the Morpher guy, I guess, and we've already talked about toys before, but I'll interject with, that was actually just a Bandai creation. Um, the Magna Defender Morpher actually uses AAA batteries, so the bottom of the Morpher is longer than the actual Aura Changer, so technically they weren't using any reused parts, they were using an actual toy. Oh, interesting. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I just I get off on those tangents. Like Bryce can get off on tangents about things, and, J- and Jay can uh, get off on tangents about toys. So, Jason, take as well, many tangents as you need. I, I need to see like a side by side comparison. I now. can actually get you that. Well, this is a podcast, Bryce. There was no visuals. Um, That's this week's Thai cheese toy talk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. I feel, uh, forgive me if I'm wrong here, but I do feel like I've covered everyone's because we had a lot of overlap in our top three. Yeah, those were mostly all the same. Ryan, we didn't talk about Jason. He picked Ryan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we forgot Which about Ryan. Ryan, just like the show did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it was one of those deals where Saban's earlier uh, series had um, kind of some, no pun intended, diabolical. Uh, scenario with their six rangers. So, oh my god, I, I don't mean to interject and I'll let you finish too. This is a Kanye West moment, I apologize. <laughs> but the uh, oh, that episode, like, like, oh, like the oh, the stupidity. Oh my god, so like the guys in the oh car crash, are like, you okay? Like, there's Captain Mitchell, I'm driving along, I'm going to work, I'm going to my underwater base, boop, doop, 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 and he doop, drives off a cliff. It's you know, bad weather, it's what you do, you know. And he's got his kids, and obviously, he's got his favorite kid, Dana, and he saves her. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then this demon just comes and he's like, Give me the child, I, Diabolico, will keep him safe. I, I'd, I'd have a red flag first of the fact that he's a demon, but when he tells me that his name is Diabolico, I'm probably not going to hand my child to him to keep him safe. It's just, you know, throwing it out there. That's my opinion on this. So idea. I guess it, it was a matter of. Who, do you think your child is better off falling to his death or saved by this demon? His name was Diabolico. <laughs> Again, yeah. it was it was like it was it was let your child's last moments be you choosing to let him die, or I mean, he basically did. He he said, "Don't worry, child, your sister is safe." I was like, "Oh, well, that's fine." Okay, I think fairly well, father. I may be I may be remembering it wrong, but I, I do think. The way that they were hanging from that cliff, Dana was fine. Ryan was literally just clutching onto Mitchell's like 
shoe. I don't know. I've not seen it in years. I'm making it up as I go along. It, just yeah. the idea of it. It wasn't a matter of him choosing Dana over Ryan. It was just Dana wasn't in as much danger as Ryan I don't was. Know. Maybe she really got maybe. Fault. Maybe she had like higher test scores or something. <laughs> I'd probably save Dana over Ryan too. Oh man, my God! <laughs> but um, no, the, the whole setup was really weird because if you saw how that car crash happened, you're you're just gonna end up thinking, how did they end up in, like all the way on the edge of this cliff? Because it, it made no sense. Just like how you're wondering how Void Queen ended up in a coma for 20 years. Got bonked on the head? Rock just... A very, yeah, a very small rock just kind of booped her on the head. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she survived an explosion to the face, but then like a little baseball-sized rock kind of tapping her puts her in a coma for 20 years. But no, no that, that's, that's something completely different. Go on, Jason. Um, Continue. Oh, oh, yeah, Jason's talking. <laughs> than what I have to say. Like, I'm, I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> well, at least somebody will. Uh, so, no. Okay, so just going back to, yeah, okay. So you have to make a choice. Uh, son is taken by the evil guy, you know, kept for until he's 20 years old. And and then, you know, brainwashed and vendetta. I think, I think Ryan was a really good evil ranger again there for a while. Because, I mean, he was just straight up, Eating the asses of the other rangers, and and not only what um, nom, 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 nom. I said beating, not eating. <laughs> he said beating, not eating. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I heard eating as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just me. <laughs> oh god! He's goofy balls. What an episode! <laughs> Ryan just in here going, "We're here to toss yourself." <laughs> 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 oh god it hurts. oh boy so uh, i think that's enough on ryan <laughs> and and as you mentioned earlier obviously he's the first american made which is obviously a very nice point to make and just a, a point for him for a lot of people i think actually being the first american made um i still love his baby with not him. the last. <laughs> no. Not the last. No, 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 certainly not, unfortunately. Um, are there any others? Have we covered all of our top three? Like I said, I know there was overlaps. I think I'm going to throw in an honorable mention of the Spirit Rangers. Just because they were also original, yeah. and I think they were done very well. They were done very they well, just, actually. They looked really cool. The last time they we ever very, got very nice. good original American suits. It's just the last time we've gotten any, like, you know, American-made ranger suits. There's never been anything after them. Do Mega Mars count? Nope, nope, those don't count. I'm, I'm talking about just completely original rangers. We haven't gotten that since the Spirit Rangers. Sure, it would be nice if we got those, but, you know, we haven't. No, we oh, haven't. I see Bryce is in denial. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I can I mean, I mean I, is... if we're being technical... The Cosmic Fury suits are still kind of based on Rue Soldier, so. That's exactly what I was about to say, yeah. So if Mega Mode don't count, then technically Cosmic Fury shouldn't really count much either. What is this Cosmic Fury we're talking about? <laughs> I knew he was going somewhere like this. <laughs> do, do they look good? <laughs> no. They'll grow on you. I feel like, I feel like I'll, get in, I'll get in trouble more than anyone if I say something about them. So. <laughs> your, your silence says enough. That's okay. 
<laughs> well, before we start the wind down, uh, as we've been through our speed rounds, we've been Did through we have our... wind up in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we've been through our top threes. Uh, we touched on this as a little topic earlier, but I think it might be good just to have a little back and forth, see what we agree on here. What constitutes as a six or extra ranger? Because obviously we were saying about like, oh, anyone who's joined the team after the initial like episode of the initial premiere, but then you've got people like Thunder Rangers who don't count as a six, but obviously they're clearly their own thing. But then you've got people like Dylan and Ziggy who have a slightly different uh, suit design in terms of the cuffs and boots, and they have different morpha, but uh, they count as extra rangers. I don't think anyone would count them as extra. I think, so what, what, do, what do we all think on that? Where do we stand on what counts and what doesn't? I think it varies. Like in the Thunder Rangers case, of course they're not going to count because later on we get a literal sixth ranger in Ninja Storm. But um, something so They like... have their own name. They have their, they're, they're the Thunder Rangers. They're not... Just part of the, the team. Oh, so yeah, that too. They're also technically a completely different team in the same way, like how the Paddle Rangers and the Lupin Rangers are technically two different things. I guess. I I, I don't know. It, it it's weird. I feel like it, it varies a lot because I could see an argument also being made for Kruger being the sixth Ranger instead of Sam. Kruger was the sixth Ranger to show up. Kruger is actually a character. Kruger actually has a place in the opening credits like he's the 6th Ranger. If you want to be technical, Kruger was the 11th Ranger to show up because we saw the A squad and then the B squad. And then we saw Kruger. Ooh, big move there from Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Would would it maybe qualify as how often they are with the team? You know, are they there for every battle or are they only there every so often? Mm. It a while for us to get sixth rangers that are there for every battle though you didn't really get a sixth ranger who like actually just joined the team right away until damn who would you count as oh. turbos would you count phantom or blue centurion so i know it's incorrect but i always count blue centurion over phantom i do too because blue centurion was actually kind of part of the team where phantom was more like a special guest star technically isn't a ranger even though i feel like if we're counting robo knight we can count him but you know, my, my pick is always going to be Blue Centurion as, like, Turbo's unofficial Sixth Ranger. He fills the role of Sixth Ranger, even though he's not literally a Sixth Ranger. And yet everyone's just totally fine with Robo Knight. I don't think anyone's fine with Robo Knight, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> Let me rephrase that. Everyone's fine with counting Robo Knight as a Ranger. Only because they specifically say it, even though it makes no sense. Now, let's talk about counting Robo Knight is going to make Seth wish he was here. Because Seth is always the main one talking about why Robo Knight counts but Blue Centurion doesn't. What's the reason? I think it had something to do with the fact that Robo Knight still morphs. He just morphs into his Zord, whereas Blue Centurion doesn't turn into anything. He just has a Zord. I I mean, I'm I'm kind of... I, I have no say in the matter either way. I just think it's all... It's all make-believe at the end of the day. It's whatever you want it to be. If you like, Oh, don't be like, like that. You're a nerd that. just like the rest of us with your own opinions. Oh no, I am, but that is, that is my opinion. That is my opinion, Bryce. I just, you know, it's just kind of, it's, I, I've not seen Turbo in so long, so I can't add anything to that. I feel like with Car Ranger, it's, um, Signal Man is around a lot more than VRV Master, so. And, side note, I just got the Lightning Collection, Blue Centurion, and he's great. So. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't count either, I don't count either one as a Ranger, so, you know, there's where everybody's differences lie, so. 
I, I know Blue Centurion doesn't count, but I'd still like to count him. Just me personally. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I mean. That's, that's kind of my point. It's like everyone's entitled. If someone, no one's wrong. If someone decides, oh, this character is like, if I think Prince Eden, Prince Dex of Edenoi is the sixth ranger of the that one episode of Mighty Morphin Party, it's like, it's fine. Go for it. Why oh, not? Oh, no, that, that's, that's wrong. He transforms. <laughs> he transforms into a hero and fights with them. He's the sixth member of the team, right? The, you know, it's that, that, obvi- obviously. Wrong. I know it's not correct, Bryce, but it's it. You know, it's. it's I just got done saying I was wrong for counting Blue Centurion, but I'm doing it anyway. Was that a weird <laughs> leap from Bryce there? Dun, dun, dun. It sounds so unnatural coming from his mouth. But yeah, no, I I kind of think it's. I think anyone's like, if someone wants to count the Triassic Rangers, the sixth of. Dino Thunder is an argument that could be made for that. He is technically the sixth suit to appear in the show. If someone he, he gets given a completely different mode, he's not just like armor on top, and he has a title. He's not just battleized red. It's the Triassic Ranger. So therefore, yeah, does that Still count? He's got a full on name. No, it does not. Count. Well, I mean, Triassic. He's using the power of the three Rangers. Tri. You know, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't count that as a separate ranger. It's more just like a power-up. Yeah, it's like when the Jungle Fury Rangers go into Jungle Master mode. They call themselves Jungle Master Blank Ranger. Does that suddenly make them different rangers now? I don't know. You tell me. Oh. (laughs) 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 The same thing with, like, the Mystic Force Rangers using um, Legend mode. Not only do they give themselves new titles, but they have a completely different, like, roll call sequence for it. Mm -hmm. Who is the sixth in Mystic Force? Is it... um... Agron. Solaris Knight. Is that I see again Ma- Magishine? Yes, Magishine. But what why why isn't why isn't Walzard? What's his name? Korag. 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 <laughs> what 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 what's his name? What's his official name now? Korag. It's kinda of, you know, it's kind of if someone wanted to consider them, like it's 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 that's that's the way I see it. It's kind why of like, would Korag count? Or his red, I see, his red I, version counts. Why does his purple version Making an count? argument for Udana counting, even though I dis- I disagree with that. But um, not yeah, only is that I mean, I think it's they all they all transform. They all kind of count. I think, I think it's Korag uh, doesn't count, but Leanbo. There could be an argument there. What the hell is a Leanbo? Wait, wait, wait. Are we talking? Do they count as Rangers in general, or do they count as the sixth Rangers? You are make you are making names up at this point. I would say count as ranger like allies in general, because Korag never demorphed. He was always Korag in the purple armor. Korag is like Korag is like um, Void Knight. It's just it's a suit of armor. Yeah, I kind of want to count Void Knight as a ranger though, just because his powers are literally from the same source as the rest of them. He looks like a ranger. He has like their same exact weapon. Like there's. No reason why, just knowing what we know about his backstory, why Void Knight wouldn't be a ranger. Really. Bryce opening the floor to Cybervillain Blade! <laughs> <laughs> just like, um... I'm gonna say it. I kind of want to count Jared's Lion Ranger, not Lion Ranger, Lion Warrior form as a ranger. Well, it's counted in Sentai, isn't it, as an extra? Are we talking? Is that it's, it's counted as like Rio? an extra? Yeah, as in Rio, yeah. Rio, okay, Rio, yeah, I, Mel, yeah. I see that's it. Yeah, it's counted as think... extra heroes, but not rangers. I I go as far as to say that 
they could whatever be make, whatever make you happy bryce well we'll leave it there then um so thank you everyone for listening to yet another ranger nation conversation uh, once again, uh, I believe by the time this goes out, there will be on the final round of Power Rangers March Madness Extra Ranger Edition. So make sure to vote for your favourite if they are still in the running, obviously. Um, head on over to Twitter to vote for them. Um, but until the next time, in the immortal words of Hasbro, stay tuned. The real Six Ranger was our friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs>